Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Communicado Official. Welcome to episode 8 of Communicado Official, where we review the EPL, the last match day of the week, which is match day 8, where all the games that we just come through, we see what happens, we go through all the opinions, and we basically give you our own review and our own thoughts and opinions on what happened in the last match day in the EPL considering mostly of the top six so yeah uh today i have my favorite my usual um my what's the word i would give them now the people who who are who are my who are the main opinions who have the who have the right opinions who give the opinions one very very well and here we have Faye back again Faye, what's going on yeah it's been a dreadful weekend but dreadful weekend yeah, we'll know what happens. Then we have Pam as well too. Pam, thanks for coming on to the show. Thanks for having me. As you yeah. Know. <clears throat> so um, before we go straight into it, I want to remind everyone of all our content on all podcast streaming platforms, as well as our visuals on YouTube. We have new episodes almost every week, but like um, we took a break where we had, where there was a lot of issues going on in the world. So we decided to take a break. But this week we have one episode, co- we have one episode coming in and our episodes are usually weekly, Mondays or Tuesdays. So just keep watch of all our information, our links in our bios. Make sure to follow us on our on our YouTube, on our um, Twitter page as well as our Instagram page for more updates, for more information on everything that is going on. So yeah, uh, we'll just go straight into it. I think the first game we're going into is the Liverpool City game. Um, I will first open the floor to what you guys think of what happened during the game. Um, I thought the first half was quality. Mm-hmm. Very, very good first half. End to end, back and forth. Liverpool bust the beginning exchanges. City grew into the game. Started to bust it. Yeah. Could have possibly gone up. Uh, uh, the handball rule is a joke. I don't think that was a penalty, but at least you can see a bit of consistency in in like the decisions given as what is handball and what is not handball. This and that. Well, I feel like it was not a penalty, but KDB should be scoring. Exactly. Aside that, the first half was pretty good. Then the second half was a ball first. There was no... I think teams were just playing not to lose rather than mm-hmm. to actually go at them and to win the game. Mm-hmm. And watching that game, I just felt like there's possibly a drop in quality compared to that game we watched 2018-19 January. Yeah, when City won two one, yeah, that's probably that the quality then was outstanding compared to what we're seeing now. But at the end of the day, one one was a pretty even score, given the fact that the first half was close end to end stuff, and the second half was just boring. Mm-hmm. But you have to say Liverpool have been hit by injuries as well. I think Trent went off injured. Mm-hmm. Else go off injured. They don't want to go. Trent went off injured. Um, yeah, but they also have injured. Yeah, well, yeah. Thiago is gone. Um, Van Dijk Thiago, gone Fabinho, yeah. yeah, Fabinho as well. So, yeah, what about you, Pam? Yeah, to be honest, I, I didn't enjoy the game, like, not even just the second half, like, the first half, just the the um, money penalty for me. Yes, like money bought the penalty well and all, but 
All I just don't like. Uh, yeah, Oscar has always been rushed like that. It's always been. Very, very but rushed. the thing is, but to be fair, he did. He didn't do much. Money just yeah, runs across. Yeah, Marne just ran, and to be honest, with the new penalty rules in general, not just handball rules in Premier mm-hmm. League. Honestly, it's something. It just bites. It just takes the sting out of games for me, and yeah. I'm not interested anymore. Yeah. And coming into this game. Van Dyke missing, like you know, Thiago not playing, essential players, mm-hmm. Aguero not. F- I just didn't think the game was going to be like you know one of those historical City yeah. games. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, Pep Pep did his thing. I thought the game was actually there for City to win. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. yeah I I didn't think Liverpool had it in them, but. You know, as usual, Liverpool are work whoever they play. So they also even started with a four-two-three-one formation. Yeah. All the striker. When when we saw that, we're just like, oh, club doesn't really rate City like for him to play all these attacking-minded players up front like that. Jota yeah, but I think it's because they were short in the midfield. So yeah, and he had to. Yeah. Also, you can't drop Firmino for such a game like he mm-hmm. knows how to play these steps like you know Firmino drops in the middle yeah. helps with you know tracking back and also mm-hmm. I think he had to play Firmino and then with Jota's recent form yeah he can be a well. difference maker so he just had to find a system that works for all of them I think but Firmino looking at Firmino's form now I think it's because as much as everyone says, Klopp has even backed him and said that, yeah, Firmini has done his time and all of that, and he was one of the most important. But I keep on saying it that it seems like someone that will probably be phased out soon. Yeah, it's starting to look worrying for both Firmino. Well, not Liverpool, because Jonta is performing for them, but it's starting to look really worrying for Firmino. I'm, I'm not really sure. I'm, not, I'm actually, like, I, I don't agree with you guys in the mm-hmm. sense that dropping like, Firmino will necessarily make them better or they're better off without Firmino. I, I don't agree. No, I'm not saying they're better off without Firmino. I'm just saying his stats are starting to look worried because Firmino didn't have a good season last season, but they still mm-hmm. won the Premier League. Yeah. And he started virtually every game. So, I mean, I saw he start two goals in 26. That's Yeah, bad. it's starting to look really worried for him. The fact that he also didn't score in Anfield too, the game against Chelsea. I don't think he scored at Anfield this season. He's got only one goal this season as well. Mm-hmm. It's looking really bad for him. Yeah, I, I, I just think the Liverpool attack is not made for... You can't have a Mane, Salah and a Jota and expect an even distribution of goals, chances. Like, someone will feel short change and leave. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. And I, I think, yes, Jota is a nice player and all, but he should be a replacement for a Mane or a Salah. Who yeah. might leave maybe at the end of next season and then okay yeah Jota now take your like your starting place but yeah if not I don't think it can work for all three of them you know the way BBC was where Benzema still felt short change in a way Benzema because, had to give up part yeah of exactly because Ronaldo and Bale so I think it'll be the same thing like someone will always feel short change but it's not like like as much as you say that it's not like um, Firmino doesn't have his chances. In terms of goal scoring chances, he also has the, the like he has good chances that he could score, but he doesn't really score as well too. So like we can't really just give 
two things can be right. Yeah, one person will be short, one person will have low stats and all of that. But at the yeah. same time, he's not really taking most of his chances right now. Especially does in this time. Get, does he even get chances like that? I mean, it, I, I've forgotten the stat, but he does get enough. I think, yeah, I guess. Uh, so. I think he had 96 shots last season and ended up scoring, what was he, eight goals? Or I don't know if he's got up to that. 96 shots and eight goals is a lot. Tells a lot of the story. Yeah, I, I just don't think he's a he's a proper finisher. He's a good forward player. Yeah. He can play off of the left. Yeah, well I think rounded. like yeah, he's well rounded, but I don't think he's a finisher. Like you know, one chance depends on him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um. But also, even looking at um City, let's be honest, KDB had a bad game. Like I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't. Sterling as well. Sterling as well. KDB Sterling. I don't know. Like I don't know whether is without fans or something like that. But like City have looked not good, to be honest. They look midi this season, to be honest. And but it's the same with almost every team in the Premier League. Everybody uh, looks midi. Yeah, mm-hmm. the fatigue that uh, especially the like the, the big, big boys that you know went far last season, like United City. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really affecting them. And then you have Southampton, Leicester, who rested for such a long, long while time. that yeah. they are now just, you know... More precision games. Exactly. Around. And then less injuries compared to the teams, yeah. like, you know, up, up the table. So. Yeah. And it's also a bad thing that we don't allow. We're not allowed five substitutes. We're not... We, yeah. We are not... The scheduling is just about money. So most players are actually having injuries. Like club. Club said yesterday that he like it's actually mad how injuries are really really ravaging teams and nobody's that and they don't take like because Trent feel, Trent is out for four weeks confirmed yeah he's out for four weeks Jesus oh, and we are now approaching December December so expect yes. more injuries like yeah. November like you know what somebody said you know what somebody said normally or this fixture schedule we usually have is usually December schedule so imagine playing three December schedules. That's September, you play every three days. October, you play every three days. November, you play every three days. They're not going to that busy December schedule where there's always problems. So having like three or four Decembers in one season, which is quite hectic on the players. And it's all because of money and scheduling. Sure. But they really need to rethink the way... I think they need to bring the five subs rule or like, you know, yeah. Yeah. find it because... The drop or just quality. scrap international games for this year. Rather than having international weekend, it could be like just a weekend of rest for the players. That could work as well. They're not going to have... There's no winter I mean, break this year. Yeah, because they have to be on schedule, on in on track for the you're 2022 just, World Cup. So just everything... Just playing, yeah. friendlies right now, though. No, no some qualifiers. There's some qualifiers. Is it? For Euro 2021. Yeah. Those games are yeah. meant to be played in March. No, them ones are done now. Euro no. 2021 qualifiers. No. Like Serbia is playing Scotland, Scotland. right? Yeah. For yeah, Euro 2021. Yeah. yeah. For oh. Euro 2021. So those games were meant to take place in March. Oh. But coronavirus affected it, like all of that. So, but it's very, very bad on the players. But yeah, um, for City, KDB and all of that, then... Oh. And it looked like after he didn't go down for the free kick that ended up causing Liverpool's penalty, mm-hmm. started going to ground too easily. Small contact is rolling all over the place. 
KDB looked all over the place as well. But their defense looked solid to the fair. I was really impressed yeah. with Cancelo. Yeah. Cancelo did pretty well yesterday. And he's looked pretty solid all season as well. Cancelo, Diaz. Like, I think Diaz and Laporte are actually looking good as well, too. Yeah. 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 But yeah, we'll go on to the next game. Arsenal. Well, silence. Nobody wants to speak. Yeah, Faye, this is your floor. Terrible, terrible, terrible. That was just so predictable. So, so, so predictable at this point in time. Like, there's no, I can't, I don't even know what, what it is, but like yesterday, first of all, every single player that played that game yesterday should hold their hands in shame, except Party. Party was the only one that was good for 45 minutes. Aside that, all of them were trash. Like, the only person I was closing down was on any Laxe threat shouldn't be starting for Arsenal. Laxe what? What Laxie the hell? Threat. <laughs> that was, is that not Lacazette? Yeah. Oh my god, Lax. <laughs> Go ahead. William as well. Like I don't know. I you know me, I was never a big fan of the William signing and convincing here and there, but he's past it. He's way beyond it. He's not he doesn't offer us anything, any certain thing at all. Nothing, no, nothing, not, not, no single thing. He doesn't offer us anything. Lacazette as well, all these false nine dropping, he doesn't offer anything. He's just there to miss chances. Fair enough, players can have a bad game. Tierney didn't have a bad game, but he also was one of the better games. Well, he still worked in a world-class ball for Lacazette. That's your bread and butter. You're a striker. Why aren't you finishing that? And it's not the first time he's done that this season. Mm-hmm. Against Leicester, two clear-cut chances, he missed it. Against Man United, the one he missed, he missed as well. No, the one against my United, it was someone touched it as well. Yeah, but still. Liverpool. He'd be hitting, he shouldn't miss it completely. Liverpool, Liverpool as well. He had the chance to make it 2 2. He, he missed as well. Even the one that was offside, he didn't know it was offside and then tried a very stupid shift. Like, he, why, why? I don't get why they're so starting for Arsenal. It, it, it's beyond me. And, no, at, at this point, yeah, all fingers should be blamed at Teta. Yep. Because, like, Oba is your best player. Exactly. I don't want to Statistically, see he gets the, the most goals. So okay. what's he still doing out no, wide? No, 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 no. I don't see Aubameyang doing step overs on the wing and crossing, crossing for Lacazette. Like, like that doesn't it's make sense. It's not meant to be like that. It's not meant to be. William should even be on the pitch. I don't care. I don't care about anything. You, William should only play Capital One Cup and Europa League games. And Lacazette should be Arsenal. Or two hundred fifty per week. And why did we sign him? Why did we sign him? Doesn't make any sense. Not that we backed it in the first place. Like mm-hmm. I, I would, I would throw Lacazette and William plus fifteen million for a while. Like I don't even care about these guys anymore. They shouldn't be at Arsenal. Twenty twenty in Ketia as well. That one shouldn't be playing for Arsenal. I don't rate him. But he's among those players that you guys can call. Like looks like one of the best. Have you ever watched oh, an Arsenal game where Nketiah makes Nketiah changes the game one way or the other? No. Exactly. We don't have that. Arsenal needs two creative midfielders, not just one. Look at look at Arsenal Villa for crying out loud. Let's okay, finish Arsenal, your Arsenal first. Arsenal have possession of the ball throughout. Let's finish your Arsenal first. Arsenal have 58% go Arsenal possession. Villa. They have 58% possession. They have almost double Arsenal Villa's passes. But it's clueless passes. There's no fluidity in the football. There's no. These players are stagnant. You can't have three players in the same place and all of them asking for the ball. How do you expect to create a chance like that? All the time, Gabriel had the ball. Saka, Ceballos, and Aubameyang. Saka, Tierney, and Aubameyang were standing in one place asking for the ball. How, how do you expect to create the chance? How do you expect to create a chance? We just pass the ball sideways in the midfield for 90 minutes. Don't even look to create, to create a chance. And the only time we get an opening that Tierney whips in a world-class ball, then this guy 
stupid, like I said, goes on. I don't even know what to say about this thing no more. And I don't know what, what Ateta's insistence with playing Aubameyang out wide is. I don't know. I, 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 hope, I, I, I hope this is I hope this is a slap on his face because he genuinely needs to be I genuinely don't want to see him out wide again. I think probably for the meantime we need to throw in a wheelock or something because it's not really good. Rishnelson is there so I agree with Nelson. I feel based on pure talent, Rishnelson is our most talented winger from here and facts. And if you throw in with Nelson, the 1v1 ability is probably the best at Arsenal. He's the, probably the only one that can take on the man at Arsenal. Aside what about Pepe. Nico? What about Nico? Aside Pepe, that's what okay. I'm saying. Aside Pepe. So uh, the, 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 the attack just looks so imbalanced. Like, William really well, it's the same. It's the same thing with the three at the back. Like, you play every mm-hmm. game the same way. We, exactly. And exactly. You, you try to counter your opponent every time. I no, don't see us no, now like, like no we didn't I, try to counter yesterday. Don't no, like me. what I mean is I don't see us now come and impose dominance in okay, this is how we play. Because same because, way you played against Villa or same way you played against United because, or same way last season you beat Chelsea, City, because, you were just waiting for the teams this, to do this what time they can around, this time around or this season when we have the ball, we just pass around like you can't you cannot be dominant in a game unless you create chances. Chances is what you use to remember how dominant you are. Look at against Leicester. We held the ball for almost 17 minutes, but nobody will say we're dominant. Why? Because we're just doing rondo, passing between each other with nobody closing us down. The minute they brought on Vardy to close down the defenders and these guys, one ball over the top for Onda and he slips Vardy in one goal. Look at yesterday. Look at, look at Aston Villa. They have three technicians on their team. Three. Let's not go into that, guys. I still have zero. Zero. There's nobody to create. There was a time in Arsenal starting lineup. We would have Ozil, Roziki, Ramsey, Kazola, and Moshe at once. Overflowing with creativity. But now there's nothing. Aubameyang is having to feed off of scraps. He didn't even produce a shot yesterday. And I can't blame him. I can't blame him because he's out wide crossing for William and lacks a threat. It's it's very, very frustrating. I don't really know. I, I, I genuinely feel like we need to invest heavily in a creative midfielder in January. And Arsenal has the players, if we are being honest. You have the players, but yeah, that's nothing. There's, there's just, it's just this reactionary. It's very, very reactionary because all of a sudden, Arsenal this, Arsenal that. It's, it was one bad game, to be Actually, fair. Actually, Punto, even why has Ateta not implemented this 4 3 3 that we know he's. Yeah, like, was this three at the back still doing up to now? I thought it was, you know, he came half of the season, last season, and mm-hmm. he just I, tried to, you know. Yeah, from my own opinion, like, from what I think from him, I thought Ateta was just going to use this time. So he has found a defensive balance. But now, they're looking more like us Stoke rather than Arsenal. They're just basically having players behind the ball. And that's why one of the things, I feel like maybe that's why he's trying to cover up the, the situations. But at this point now, I'm looking at Ateta and just like, I believe Ateta is a good coach and he still needs time, but also he needs to find that balance. Because playing that through at the back, they are essentially losing one player. Yeah, exactly. And the whole thing of Tierney, oh, Tierney is great, hardworking. I want to see that guy, like, you know, up and down the left. Yeah, I don't want Saka to just, you know, and I think Saka is being wasted just as a wing back. out wide, like I think he's being wasted there. 
I want yeah. to like you know yeah. watch I, Arsenal I players like play in a four three three. In a four three three, I think I think it should work out. But in a four in a four three, I think this can work out. You can play your Tierney, uh, Michael Tierney, Gabriel, and maybe David Luiz and Bellerin. Then you have yeah. your four three three. Rob Holding, Rob Holding as well. Like, you thought I would forget him. He was busy doing hokey pokey instead of marking Ross Barkley when he was shaking his leg in front of it. Like almost seven times yesterday, they isolated Rob Holding one for one. The only thing worse than his defending yesterday is his hairline. He was terrible, absolutely rubbish. <clears throat> Let me just start it on. And then Partey's injury as well didn't do us any good this thing because he was the only player that actually played on the first half. Okay. He did what you'd expect of him, but aside that, there's nothing to write on about that performance yesterday. In one minute, Pepe did more than William has done for the past one month. Just annoying. Like I'm saying, that 4-3-3, play what you call it, play 43, play party, play El Nini. Or Sebayos as a box to box and play Saka in that in the inter in the know. number eight. I don't know. play Aubameyang. I don't know. Play Aubameyang, Grace Nelson, or even play Pepe on the like play William on the left or something. Did, like that. No, 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 no. At this point, I just can't wait for Martinelli to come back. At this point. Okay. Well, I guess he'll he go out wide so La, so Oba can come yeah. down the middle, right? Well, well, Martinelli can even go up top. I don't know. But that's not that's not it. I don't Aubameyang is not the age that he needs to come out and be Yeah, but no, but that what I'm saying is that front line has proper fluidity and rotation because Martinelli can't move. He's not stagnant like William and Lacazette. Lacazette presses them, ends up fouling them, or when he presses and doesn't win the ball back, he's too gassed to run into the box and create a chance. Look at when we play, I know it's against Dundalk and Mold and whatnot, but we don't have any runners from the midfield. Look at when we played against Dundalk, Joe Willock, progressing the ball. We don't have any of that. All we just have is sideways, backwards, everything to the left, to the left, to the left. Like There's no... There's no movement. There's no fluidity. When you watch Chelsea, you see players are moving up and down because they're trying to create a chance for themselves. But these guys are stagnant. How do you expect to create a chance for yourself when you're not moving? It's basic football. Okay. On the other hand, like I said, on the other hand, like I still think Ateta needs to like loosen up a bit and like find the right attacking balance. Ateta is still insecure with his three at the mouthing. Yeah. But also, we need to also give credit to Aston Villa. Like, I feel like if you had that kind of midfield in Arsenal, you guys would be playing so well. Arsenal, everybody in Leeds, or most of my friends here, they know that I was on my knees for Dragulish to come to Arsenal this summer. Like, even though I knew what, there was no chance, like, I was really playing, with, praying we would relegate them so that he would come for shit because I really, that guy is out of this world. There's really yeah, nothing he can do. Defensively, he's there. I've always, I've said it for more than a year now that he's better than Madison. And he's so clear of Madison because he has every yeah, single thing better yeah. than Madison. He's quick. He can dribble. He can pass. He can he can split your defense. I mean, Douglas Lewis as well. And oh, you know you... what? Let's even, let's even give, let's even start with Villas midfield just for a moment. My own opinion on Villas midfield is that I said it like on, I was invited to a podcast once and I was, I, was, I told him that they were saying Aston Villa was going to get relegated. And I said, you guys did not see what these guys just signed. They have a Douglas Lewis. They have, they removed, basically removed the strength, the, um, what, the amount of work that Jack Grealish had to do. Bringing on, um, what bringing Very Douglas hard. Lewis as a city. Douglas Lewis is going to, I feel like Douglas Lewis is going to leave Aston Villa next season, probably go back to Man City or someone is going to come in for him. They have John McGinn, tireless, hard, tireless worker, 
that one runs back and forth 90 minutes. He's also and he's technically very good. He's technically well. very sound. Technically astute. Technically very sound. They do not have Ross Barkley. And as much as it is, Ross Barkley in Chelsea, we did not, we, nobody rated him. But I feel like now we're having a Ross Barkley that we saw in Everton. No, you know what? Ross Barkley was good at Chelsea. But the really? thing is, yeah, like times he played, he was good. Mm-hmm. When he played on that Sari, he was just so methodical. Yeah. You know, the four three three, yeah, just passing, passing. Mm-hmm. But the good thing about Ross Barkley, in and around the box, guy is dangerous. He can yeah, exactly. shoot. Exactly. He can pass. Like he's not. Yeah, he, Ross Barkley will not create. Like you know, he's not as creative as Grealish. Mm-hmm. But if it comes down to, I think like, you know, finishing. I think he's even a better shooter than Grealish. I think he shoots better than Grealish. I think in and around true. the box. And in and around the box. So yeah. that's where you want your 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 dangerous players because that's where they can affect games. And then watching stretching the pitch. That guy, he won yeah. every single header yesterday, and he's not just knock down. He will win it, play to hold his back, and just dribble. I was I was so confused. Like, from holding, what are you doing now? It's really um, surprising how. Just the introduction of Barkley, because Douglas Lewis was here last season, Tracy Gay was here, McGinn was here, McGinn but was in for, for most of yeah. the season. Yeah. But it's 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 weird how most of the team was here, but just two three signings: Matikash, Olivier, as well too, and um and Barkley and Bro. There are something else. They found the balance in their team. It's very important. That 4-3-3 was actually so beautiful. The football is very fluid. I I won't act like I watched the full game. After this, I didn't even... Once I saw Douglas Obis playing the ball, I knew it was a goal, so I turned up the um, stream. But the first 60 minutes I watched, they were superb, sensational. Honestly, I would love for them to have, like... If there was a way they could have, like, a Fernandinho. Like, Douglas Luiz is very good. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't like Douglas Lewis will not just sit. He likes going forward. Like he's not that guy that you know is just like okay, Konza, um, Tyrone Mings, mm-hmm. and I'm in front of them. Don't worry, nobody's passing us today. Nope. He's not like that. So yeah. there was actually space for Arsenal to exploit in behind, but so when there's no like, movement, look at Arsenal. If you look at Arsenal, you could have pressed them. You can press them. You could have pressed them from in front because that's what Southampton did against them. Yeah, I can't show you the picture, but there was a time that basically nine Arsenal players in front of our box. Yep. When when we go down, I, there's no there, it, even, the the mid, when you're attacking, it is common sense that you should have a player in the middle mm-hmm. of the defense and the midfield. So that he is one of the biggest threats. He can lure out defenders. He yep. can create make space for everybody. But when Arsenal play, it's like they're just playing four to two to everybody out wide, and then we only have partly in the middle, and then there's no support. And I, I, one of the reasons could probably be down to this three at the back thing because every yep. single time, if you watch against Leicester as well, you look at Jaka, Saka, Aubameyang, all on one wing. No movements, just passing within each other and trying to create something. The one twos have become very predictable. I don't even know whether he's trying to create and because normally, have... normally what he, he normally what I notice is that they try to have an overload on the right and switch to the left. But now we mm-hmm. have overloading on the left. Yeah. But nobody and switching to William. And switching to not even switching to yeah, switch to William. But the overload on the left is like you're meant to overload in such a way that there's movement. They, like, they overload from our box. From our box. I, does that come more sense? Does that work? 
I just think you guys play the same way and it's predictable and right exactly, now. Like that's it's, exactly what it is. That's change, exactly what change it is. To, change to change to four three. We need like, we need a creative oh. midfielder or two. We need two creative midfielders. And it's a hard because I'm sick of William and all these people. As far as I'm concerned, four three three, just try it. Like that's a hard dream. Might be over. And play with Nelson. I, I, and Rich Nelson. So what about um? There was this creative guy that. So, so, so. Yeah, where is that guy? Arteta confuses me. So I mean, I love Arteta so much, but sometimes man, just keep this guy game time. You can see he's raw. He has the raw talent. Even just Saliba. Keep him game time. Saliba as well. I don't understand. I tell him Saliba revolting is better than Saliba. Over my dead body. God speaking of me. speaking of Saliba, you know when we're thinking about all of these things, like if you're saying Saliba is very young and all of that, we have Wesley Fofana putting in a ship, right? And that was his partner. That was his partner. In and the Saliba was yeah. rated higher than him. Clopio said he's the best player at Saint Etienne at the age of nineteen. At the age of nineteen. I don't know why they're treating him that way. Honestly, like Saliba, honestly, I think like at least give him a chance in this Europa League games. Like, and they didn't register him for Europa. That was why someone even made the the statement that. Ateta is not in charge at Arsenal. It seems like, honestly... Well, he's in charge. They've given him... I, I don't think so. I because so. the whole Ozil so. situation now, oh, Saliba is not being registered. Before this stuff, you know? Even after he made the comments about the Oregon Muslim situation, he played 17 games for Arsenal mm-hmm. after that. Because he made the comments in December. I think probably before we signed Ateta. So, and he played almost every single game when Ateta came in. So he, he will he just drop him over a lockdown because it was after lockdown that he stopped playing. These things, some of these things are out of Arteta's hands, and he's not going to come out and say, "Oh, it's the board. He has nothing to do with me." Of course, he's going to take accountability because he's the one facing the press conference. Because uh, there's no way Saliba was a big signing, if I'm being honest. Twenty-something million, though. Twenty-seven million. That's a big signing, and then the guy just cannot be registered. It doesn't make sense. Apparently, he lost his mom, but... But that's not... A I mean, he's that saying is... that he's ready to go. And he's, he's visibly frustrated at so, the situation. Let me ask you a question. Right was Pablo Mari registered? Was Socrates registered? Yes, that's, was, that is what I don't understand. Was, um, why, did registered? We, why did we carry money to sign Cedric and Pablo, Pablo Mari? We carried almost 26 million to sign the two of them. Sorry, Cedric was free. says so 14 million for Pablo Mari. This guy played three games for Arsenal and broke his ankle or whatever. Cedric had even played one game for Arsenal and we gave him a four-year contract. It's a joke. That's what I'm saying. The thing at Arsenal, it, uh, that's why I said, I, I think it's out of Arteta's hands. Giving William a three-year guy. contract, he'll be 35. I don't even understand. Last paycheck, bro. 250k a week. 250k a week. God will be after. Anyways, we leave Arsenal and all their, you know, their troubles. The Lord help them. Next thing we'll go on to is the Chelsea game. Chelsea played um the team with S. I've forgotten the name. It's not Southampton. It's the other Sheffield, team. Sheffield United. United. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my brain is a bit tired. Uh yeah, Sheffield United. The game started with Chelsea conceding a goal. The first goal that um was this guy. The first goal, Mendy considered the Premier League, and all of that. Then they came back into the game well and. Well and good, and we have Akim Ziyech as usual, the ma- magist- magisteria in his ways and all of that. Like that guy, man. That guy. <sighs> well, who knew? You see that first of all, like the goal we've always been talking about that was gonna happen was that two goal. Yeah, for time. 
from yeah. time, me and Pam have always spoken about that goal that I expect it a lot of times. Far post, person talks in. Because if you watch Ziyech many, many times, Ziyech can promise whenever you look at their goals, that's how they were scoring. So I, for me, I, I, I'm saying Chelsea are now get hitting strides. To be honest, I'm, they look like they're gonna win this thing. They look like the best team in the land, as far as I'm concerned. Chelsea, right. Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea look like the best team in the land. They look like the best at, on form. They look like the best team in the land from what I saw in the last two games because Kaede is not playing. But when you look at these guys with the fluidity of their front, I mean, Pulisic is injured. Gunnar is doing his job on the left wing. Tammy Abraham is putting the shift in. Mm-hmm. Joe will look like a solid signing. Very, very solid. Thiago Silva is starting to, you know, boss the defense. Zuma, how many goals have they considered in the last few games? Just one. Mm-hmm. Um, Kante is no longer Patrick Beverly. Everything is just starting to come into place and it's starting to look very scary. And the yeah. X factor being Hakim Ziyech because that guy, that guy, that guy scares the living daylight out of me. He's... Yeah, it's even it's even Kanti, like I'm I'm giving Kanti all his like all his roses right now. The protection he, he gives to allow Mount and the rest, you know. Yeah. Sorry, what was the numbers. starting lineup? Who played that game? Um did was it Kante? Yeah, Kante sitting cover and Mount, Mount because Havertz is out with COVID. Okay. So yeah, like great great performance and honestly I just like the fact that now we can control games. Like mm-hmm. it is the kind of thing where if Chelsea is one nil up, we are not we are not panicking like before. You know, Jorginho can come, shore up. You know, touches like Two possessions when when yeah, exactly frustrate your position, yeah, things exactly. like that. Yeah. So honestly, I remember when I told you guys like all Chelsea needs is time because what we are trying to play is fluid football, mm-hmm. lots of interchanging. Players comfortable in different positions. Yep. That's why I see Mount popping up everywhere. I'm happy Mount, Mount is playing as a number eight right now. I love Mount. Like Mount honestly, I'm so happy eight. for him. Like you know, because that work ethic is there. He's showing that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm a Chelsea academy grad, but I deserve to be here. Reese is showing I deserve to be here ahead of Captain Aspie. Like. It's not that oh, Reese was just handed. No, he fought for his spot. Like everyone is showing, yeah. Like I'll fight for my spot. And Rudiger is has been bounced. Like you know, whatever happened, I don't want to go into that. But Zuma and Thiago Silva showing. Okay, come and take the like you know, come and take our spot. We've proven that you know we're very good here. Tammy, everyone was like, yo, it's over for Tammy, but. Tammy is proving himself too. He's proven himself. So it's only good when you have healthy competition and everyone is playing very well. And that's the smile on this guy's face. He just looks so happy right now. Bro, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> stress-free life. I can't you know. lie to you. Having that squad depth is also something that Chelsea are just... Yeah. That just is because now you have... Like, imagine having a major player like Pulisic out, but you have Ziyech. Well, Odoi didn't yeah, even make guy. an appearance last Hotsunodoi. game. Odoi is not even going to team. Also, but one thing that has actually surprised me, I think Fikayo Tomori should be the third next person in line for a defense. The, the, Tomori should have gone out on loan, actually. I think so. Yeah, he decided to stay. But I think in January, 
everything has to be restructured and I think he should be playing first team football. Like yeah. he shouldn't be a third choice, he should be playing. So I don't see him bouncing Zuma right now though. Yeah, I'll rather keep Rudiger or Christensen, but Tomori should go out and play. Because he still yeah. has a bright future. I think like Tomori yeah. Tomori needs to just go and play more and everything. I think he's arguably better than Christensen, in my own opinion. No, arguably he's better than Christensen. I think he's better than Christensen. Christensen, we've given him so much, like so much. Christensen has been trust. Christensen has been a first first team Chelsea player for longer than Tomori and all these players. As you think, we we was even Munchen Gladbach where he was playing well, you know, played against Barca. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, there's big reputation. Come back to Chelsea. He just couldn't land a starting spot under Sari, mm-hmm. under Lampard. He played under Conte though for yeah. for a while. Played under Murray. Yeah. That so I'm like, I'm like, are you? If with three different managers, you're not, yeah, doubtedly the the guy. Then I don't think you're destined to be the guy. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, yeah, I see Chelsea honestly like. Like I said, I still believe that they should be title contenders in all of this situation because your score depth is what... Bro, I'm telling you, if you look at the way these guys attack, like, it is everything I want Arsenal to be. There's Which the brings it back to my question. Which brings it back to my question. Why didn't they come and attack United that way? Who, Chelsea? Chelsea should have won against you United. You know, I, you honestly... So, there was a different system, right? We played with three at the back, back against yeah. United. And... The thing is, what you need, Chelsea was at that, at that spot where it was just confidence. You know, two, yeah. three games with clean sheets, mm-hmm. settles the back line, settles, because you don't want to, you don't want a repeat of that funnel yeah. where United just sat, countered, and, but if you look at that game, I would say Chelsea was a better team against United when we lost funnel. Oh, obviously that one. Yeah. That, that well, yeah. So I'm like, yeah. Year. Sometimes it's not about. Sometimes you just need to go back to basics, ensure Silva and um, Zuma. Zuma are comfortable because, bro, United could have nitty at the end. Right, that was right how there. you know unpredictable United is. Like you never know what you're getting. So I think it's just good now that with you know recent games, clean sheets. Now the onus is on the attackers. Mm-hmm. Hey, defenders, we can cover the back line. You people just be comfortable and do your job up top. They're going to have and zero that is what is now, yeah. Cause zero problem scoring. Zero exactly. problem. Because Look at that Nazi guy. Bro, going into December, even when the games get thick and fast, although rotation it comes will in, rotation will be, you know, and she comes back. Come in, bro, I'm, I'm very, like, you know, I'm excited for the future. I think. You know, things will go well, and then when our players on loan come back, and now you know, Which they probably will. They probably love will to check Barkley, love to check Barkley. All those guys Barkley when they come back, who is love to check? I think, yeah, I, I, th- I think we'll probably Barkley. I think Barkley love to check is over. Barkley's time might be over based on choice because. He will probably feel like he needs more first team football, but I just think like especially with England has not shown enough to come back to Chelsea. Ross has been out of the England setup for a while. I so. mean, Conor Gallagher. I think Conor Gallagher can. Oh, the guy can, from West Brom. Yeah, I think yeah he will, he's he's good enough to at least take Kovacic like you know his spot. But thing is, you know Kovacic is a senior player. So mm. It might take time, but I know you know with all our people coming back. I want to see Ampadu as a DM. 
now. So you know, taking over from But he's not getting time with No, he is now as a DM. Um Wilder said Lampard told him to just play him as a DM. Okay. He couldn't play the last game because you know he'll be um, cup tied and everything. Yeah. So I think going forward, even the Declan Rice I was crying for, I'm I not interested in Declan Rice Declan Rice is not Declan Rice is not someone you even take for that price. Uh, yeah, but I um, I'll be happy with Ampadu, honestly. I just think Chelsea like bro, I'm excited. I'm the future is bright. Win Premier League in 2 years. Next year, this year or next year. I still have my doubts on Frank, but let's see. Yeah, bro, let's suppose see. it's there. You never know like Josie can do a madness, but even though I I know <laughs> I know like the the stars must align like Perfectly for perfect for, for like win the, the league. For to win the league, yeah. the stars have to like stars have to align. Moon has to move the other way. Everything has to <laughs> happen. Yeah. But yeah, things are looking bright for Chelsea as well too. But we go on to the next team, United. Who won again? First of all, I can't. I'm going to say it. I can't defeat Oli no matter what. You can't. You can't beat this guy. I can't beat this guy, man. I can't beat this guy because one thing about him is that you just know, even when it's time, because man knew that if he lost that game, he was going to get sacked, or more more problem. But the issue is that we played that game so well, and we we, we came back, and it's like. Now I see that players don't want to, don't want this guy gone. Honestly, Oli's Oli's Babalao is working, working over time. Working over time. <laughs> like working over time because every single time this guy is under pressure, another win against that an Everton side. Everton did not even play well on the day too. So Hammers looked terrible on the day. Very, very as well. terrible as well. Too. Hammers so was losing just, possession of that right now, same time. It just confused me how he wa- how how he just always happens to do this. I was watching the game like, is this the same Tony and Fred that played last week? What is going on here? That's the thing. What what United had was against Arsenal. What United, the only thing that surprised United was the pressing from the front, and that's what it is. You guys press from front because you don't have the DM who can bring out the ball from the back. McTominay and Fred are not really secure on in possession as well. So, so that was what happened. But now against Everton, those guys had time to pick a pass. Like if you see McTominay, McTominay was doing Hollywood passes. I was just like, okay, it's just when you have the time when they have the time to pass. But they're not they're not still good. They're, they're just arguably very average players. Fred is yeah. Fred is Fred is okay. He just needs like he's just too chaotic in my own opinion. But all around the game was also good. And that person, Bruno. Bruno Bruno confuses the living daylight out of me because there are some times I expect Bruno just, just do the simple thing, just pass. But my guy likes to do hero ball a lot. Like, you don't need to play that Hollywood pass. Keep it. It was 80, 83rd minute or 84th minute where we're winning 2-1. My guy wanted to try a ball with one man in the midfield long range shot from almost 50 yards i said bro just keep the ball that's where bruno is not bruno is not possession secure for me he's just chaotic him like he needs to be trained that bro just simply the simple pass not every time hero ball and i think it comes from his time in sporting where they were sporting they didn't have any other person so every time he was always trying the the, the hollywood pass all yeah. of that but is i think it stems from the fact that he's that high volume player that a lot of your attack goes through mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. and he 
plays as a number 10. Like, he doesn't play as a number 8. He plays it's as a number, number 10. 10. It's not number 10. But he plays for United, for United as a 10. Not, yeah. Oh, so, every, anything he sees in front of him is goal or is not like, you know, recycling possession. Mm-hmm. And, but he needs but to I think mm-hmm. play, I think Ole is it, kind of shaping out now. Like, for, for the better. In the fact that I don't think he's going to work with Pogba anymore. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. So, I think he's he's taking the right step now in saying, okay, Pogba, you'll be coming off the bench because with you starting with Bruno, there's no balance, whatever. So, it's just come up. Is not helping that, I think that should take that, that particular note from Oli and say, this imbalances the team. Same thing with Pogba. You either start one of Bruno or Pogba. You can't play two of them. I understand Bruno Pogba, and for me, honestly, like Pogba is being phased out. Like he's on his last day of contract, he's leaving. He's leaving definitely this summer. Like I think it's best for someone to cut ties with him because at this point, he's just more harm than good. Like, and I don't know who the kind of player would like. You don't know the kind of Pogba you're leave, receiving these days, honestly. I just hope Van de Beek gets to you know start like now because I really rate him as a player, man. I rate him it very. It's sad for him not to. Not to be able to land, you know, a starting role. Like, but the like, thing is that players like Van de Beek, man, they need, they need proper environment. United's players, United's play currently is chaotic. That's why Bruno thrives in it. Players like Van de Beek, like Van de Beek, can still do a job, obviously. Yeah. But when it comes to that kind of business, Van de Beek is a movement person. He needs to like he basically draws players to himself and all of that. But in terms of United, it, like. Brandon Beek will fit perfectly in a well-coached team, but United is not that. Like, United is a team that thrives on chaos. So I, I think you have, like, certain elements of the right... Like, for example, I'll say your forward line mm-hmm. is very good. Uh, Van de Beek can, it's not hard for him to play with a Marcel exactly. or a Rashford. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of easy. But then maybe a Wan-Bissaka might be an issue if he's mm-hmm. trying to that one to out wide on the right hand side yeah, where trying to overload exactly things like that I just think there are certain pieces that once they can be rectified and everything clicks mm-hmm. I think United will be like in madness but I just think you know you can't just take out I don't know who looks sure from the team looks sure is even and, playing better now that's the thing. When you have competition, you... Be, yeah, I've been seeing him giving direct over, crosses Direct now crosses, overlapping. Well. And like, he has yeah. two assists in his last two games, which is quite shocking, you know. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. It's when you slap him. When they slap him, that's when they... When, when he sees competition <laughs> coming, he usually knows that his time is coming up. But he's doing well, and I think he's out injured already again. With yeah. Alexa that's coming back. So, for me, I just think United... United situation, like... Poch is really in the wings, but it seems like... Why, goes... why Why? do you even want Poch? Like, if I you, go for Ten Hag, go for Marco Nag- Rose. Or Nagelsmann. Yeah, Ten or Nagelsmann or something, yeah. Like, I won't go for, for Pochettino. What? I think Ten Hag, you want to play beautiful football. I'm not even working about the football. Big I just want... Work, like, yeah. he, he, these players will thrive under him. Marco Rose, think... players will thrive under him. I think a proper defensive midfielder uh, with Van de Beek running from deep and Bruno pulling the strings 
could be a proper midfield for time to come for United. That's what I'm saying. I think United are just arguably yeah. three signings from a good team. I would cash yeah. in on Pogba. Probably, I don't know, Eduardo Camavinga, probably. Yeah, same. I'll cash in on, I'll cash in on Pogba. Cash in on a... Pogba will give you a 16 million. Yeah, get, get, probably 80 million as well. You never know. No, it won't give us that 80 million. You get proper defensive midfield. You can, get, you can get Zachariah. Zachariah, then Zachariah yeah, as well yeah. too. And then that's all. Just allow everyone to. I still think we need a right winger, but apparently I'm at the worker, the yellow guy too. If you go and watch his comms, he looks like a genuine yeah, player as well too. But yeah, he's still but young. You can't know till he plays, to be honest. Well, Greenwood, like, what's the plan with Greenwood? Greenwood needs to be managed. Cause, bro, that kid is a. This talented man. He's talented, but Greenwood needs to be managed. This is where I knew because Greenwood, when people bring about XG and expected goals, I actually on like, I I hate XG, but when somebody's overdoing expected goals like that, yeah, it's always gonna drop because like like you're a young star, you're gonna have that dip in form. It's always gonna happen. The only the only time you're not gonna have that dip in form is when we know that you're a generational talent, like Mbappe and the likes of the Mbappe and when Holland. Mbappe, Holland, and uh, Ronaldo, that's um, R9, all those kind of yeah. people when they were in that age and they were doing it. But Greenwood overdid, it, overdid his own so much. But now he has to come back to life and he has now has to come and do more coaching and all of that. And also he needs to be managed. Like his time... Is even the environment, like... Exactly. It's, it's unfair that, you know, United might be losing 1-0 and then... Mm-hmm. Greenwood come and save us. Me yeah, when yeah, you should be coming yeah. on when you're two 0 up with yeah. you know less pressure and you know exactly and that's the kind of thing that kept Rashford like Rashford in that time. Rashford was not in the right environment to develop. And I'd see unless because for me I've always said this United team is not bad in my own opinion. Give me three signings. Give me a DM, a defender, and. What do you call it? And right yeah, way. I think I've been really reluctant to say this as well, but maybe it's wrong. But I probably can see the same thing going on at Arsenal, and the same thing that's going on with United. Like mm-hmm. everybody seems to know what the problem is. It's yeah. up to the board to go out there and solve what the particular problem is, because you know the steps you need to take to go forward. You're not blind. If I know it, then you obviously know it, because mm-hmm. there's a reason I'm you're in that position and I'm not. Yeah. So go up there, get a DM. Okamecano is available 38 million next year. I I think Dortmund, Dortmund are now regretting not selling Sancho because Sancho has been there. For... I always never understood what the fascination with Sancho was. No, he was for real? Sancho, no, was he knows, Sancho, 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 Sancho is quality, but yeah. why do you think you should break 120 million for Sancho? I mean, I think Mason Greenwood will be a better footballer at the end of the day. Yes, compared to right winger. Compared to Sancho. Yeah, I think so. Because, bro, Greenwood will definitely give you more goals. Mm-hmm. Sancho might give you more assists. But I think that's about it. Like, Sancho does not change games on his own. He's not an Mbappe. Like, mm-hmm. and no, 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 like, um, slight on him or anything. But I just think. Sancho, that's not what United needed at that time, and that's not what you need currently. For me, you don't I need a Sancho. I'm not taking Usman Debele, honestly. Usman Debele is a better player, definitely. Who do you think they need? United? They need yeah. a right winger. I think yes. to, for United to win, first of all, you need a striker. Like, 
I like Martial and all, but obviously, you need yeah. a proper like back to goal type of striker, 25, 20 goals a season. I think you need like a proper DM mm-hmm. that yeah. you know shows up your yeah. and you can even keep one Bisaka and look sure. As long as that DM is there to provide cover, mm-hmm. then you should be good. Even keeping Lindelof and Maguire, it doesn't matter. Like they will still be decent if yeah. someone in front of them screens and protects well. Which, which kind of always hurts me that party was just there no, and they did not want to take their time to just get him. I've always said I've always said when Josie was at um, United, United, he should have just gotten Harry Kane, and ended like the same way Fergie, you know, get Bebatov, mm-hmm. get um. What's the name of Teddy Sheringham? Just there, bully them and get from your competition. Just get the hurricane. Mm-hmm. Just him there, him. right there. And that's it. That guy will assure you top two, top three. Exactly. And then all you now need is just plugging in holes that yeah. you know, are weaker. And that's it. You're a title challenger, but four strikers, four, four players is what keeps stops you. Hurricane with the likes of Rashford is just unthinkable. Yeah. Just give me four players and I think we're good. Then if Pogba leaves, buy me another midfielder. Kane at this point in time probably looks like the most complete striker in the world. He has everything. Kane. He has everything. And I hope Nene is not watching this. Spurs Spurs obviously are beginning to win. And everyone keeps on tipping them for tattoo. But I just don't see it. Spurs will be Spurs. Spurs will always Spurs. Like Spurs will always let uh, let people down. So I don't see Spurs challenging for a title. Obviously, they won again this week. Against West Brom and all of that, um, they played. They played agreeably. They played very bad. Yeah, it's too. always it's always slight with them. Like it's right. always that you know. Then something just happens, and mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I was just saying, like that is um, is usually a sign, you know, like you know, title, like. Title winners or whatever, like they always have things working in favor for them at the end of the day. You know, mm-hmm. just that slight luck of, um, just that slight bit of luck or mm-hmm. sheer brilliance from one player, and then you know it just happens. But it's not sustainable. It's been yeah, happening. it's not sustainable. It's and yeah, happening for the last yeah. three games. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I love like I like Spurs. Yeah, I want Mourinho to do well. Mm-hmm. I don't. But. It's sad that Harry Kane has no son of Harry Kane. One has eight goals, the other has seven goals, mm-hmm. and the next person has one goal, which is a Gareth Bale or in the league. I'm talking of Mbombele or um, Ori. Like the distribution is not even enough for mm-hmm. them That's... to, you know, whereby yeah. Yeah. if Son is out for two weeks with a broken arm or something. Hurricane injury is coming soon. Or a hurricane, you know, is out or something. Then they might just capitulate because it is just those two. That's my mm-hmm. issue with them. Mm-hmm. If there's a way Jose can bed in a Garrett Bale quickly or a Lucas Mora, whereby, okay, now Tottenham, if I take out this guy, you still have to watch out for this guy. Mm-hmm. If I take out this guy, the threat is coming from here. Then you're like, okay, yes, yeah, Spurs can. And defensively, no one can tell me anything. Dyer 
is not is is that I've been saying this for almost a year now. Since twenty eighteen, I've made up my mind about Eric Dyer. There's no getting better for him. He's what I don't even think he's a center. I think he's a midfielder. I don't think he's a footballer. I don't think he's a footballer. Yeah, I think I think he's a DM. Like I think he's a DM. I don't think he's a CB. But he's not a good. It's not. It's not a good CB. They have what they call it. What's this other guy? David Sanchez. Sanchez. Those like this. After that, like. Honestly, why doesn't he like after the Ajax final against United? United um, yeah. I thought Davidson Sanchez was going to be, you know, the next greatest yeah. center back from South America. You know, mm-hmm. I just don't know, man. That guy just and he played well under Pochettino initially. Yep, with, yep. with yep. the three at the back, Vertonghen, mm-hmm. Alderweireld, and Sanchez. It just never clicked, man. And there's no much in the market. Maybe only Okamakano. Konate is available. No, they don't sell the. I think Okonato will stay almost is in Okamakano. Yeah, so there's no much options. They they have to find a proper. They, they bought. Um, they bought the. Um, Jorondon. Yeah, I I don't know much about his wealth. Right? Do I, so yeah, I, I don't, don't know much know. about him. So, I guess, and I heard he has a like huge reputation in. Yeah, in England, so, probably yeah. throwing Tanganga as well. I mean, he's look good in, in the little game amount of games he's played. Tanganga, I, th- I, I think he's too small. Tanganga, Tanganga is huge. Oh. Tanganga is oh, yeah. huge. I think he's too small to be a CB. I'm like, check his height. Tanganga is huge. Tanganga, bro. The fact that, like, the f- uh, I don't think he's up to six feet. I I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't think. Like. Obviously, and it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. a center back can be. Th- I think Thiago Silva is six feet, and mm-hmm. he's one of the greatest center backs ever. Yeah, he's six on the arguably. Tanganga yeah, is so, six on the dot. Okay, so I just don't think Tanganga should play Premier League football. You know, with no experience at six mm-hmm. feet, is it will be hard for him because it's not like he has pace going for him or. He has, you know, incredible strength going for him. No, he has some of it. Yeah, I, I, I just have. Okay, I haven't seen enough of him. So okay. Yeah. Just say, oh, Tanganga, but man, I hope he does great. Like I'm mm-hmm. always rooting for, Young for you know, players. So yeah. So, but also one last thing on Garrett Bill, that game showed that Garrett Bill's leg is not really there anymore. What what do Spurs expect? <laughs> Like is like is Gary Bill like the niggling injuries started even when he was at Spurs. Yeah. Like he didn't um there was a time um German um Defoe was um giving an interview and he was like, Oh yes, when we'll be out in training, you will see Gary Bill just chilling at the side sideline and then we'll be like, Yo, coach, Gaffer, why is he not like training with us? Mm-hmm. Oh, you Garibaldi! We are protecting him for the weekend. So he has always been like that. Went to Madrid, same thing. Mm-hmm. And now that he's older, injuries will get worse. Recovery time yeah. slower. What does Spurs expect? That like, Bill will bail you out every week. <laughs> you just have to <laughs> save that guy for your important games. Even and important that's games, yeah. Off the bench. Exactly. Like, and I, I just want him to do well as well. Like, mm-hmm. he's one guy I like, like enjoyed watching, but. They just saw that like he has won everything, so it's just like exactly like you know what he can do now. Is dead. Just probably if he can be, 
be the driving force behind Spurs winning an FA Cup. Okay, yes, yeah. he's in the history books for Spurs. Yeah. You know, he came back fairy tale ending. That won't be a bad way to you know go out for him. I, but, I still think yeah. they can win the Europa League, but that would be hard because if they're losing against Antwerp and struggling also against Little Grits when they could not really beat them, like they played. They don't even have depth like that. Like they do. from the no from from midfield. No, they just back, have attacking from depth. midfield, but they don't have attacking depth of you know Bergwine, Mora, Lamela, yeah. Vinicius. But from the like from. Midfield. I mean, they have players that can play in position. Also, Los Celso, um, Harry Winks is still there. And Dom. Yeah, Winks, trash. trash. I um, think Harry Winks is okay, but okay. Who was it? Is it? They just have Los Celso, Dombele, and Hoiberg, in my opinion. Los Celso, Hoiberg, Sissoko. And they play 4-2-3-1, right? And oh, gets him Fernandez. They didn't register him. I think he's unregistered even for... He didn't make the 25-man. How will he make it? A two-year loan. A two-year loan and they did not register him. How will he make it? It just shows that, like, I, that's why I don't think Tottenham, like, from the from midfield going back, like, defensive cover. Mm-hmm. They don't even have a or, defense, not to talk of defensive depth. They, you see, like, I just don't think... They, they drop in quality is too much, whereby yeah. Yeah. Doherty assisted. Like, Doherty is very good. And then you go down to Ori. Hmm. Or you know, Region and then you go down to a Ben Davis. Yeah, like yeah. it's too like if the margin was a bit closer, mm-hmm. then maybe I'll be like, okay, yeah, Tottenham, they can afford to play this team on, but they have on Thursday Lewis. and then play this team on Sunday and it won't affect them. Yeah, the reason we forgot about the Yandy. A guy he should know. just leave he should just leave that environment. Yeah. I don't think he, he can thrive there. It's not good enough for him anymore. But yeah, I guess that will conclude our show for the week. Thank you guys for coming on to show. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Faye. And um, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Communicado Official. Make sure to continue to check our content on all podcast streaming platforms as well as our visuals on YouTube channel. Subscribe there as well to leave comments, like the videos, and also uh, make sure to check our um, Twitter pages as well as our Instagram pages, all available in the links and the bios and yeah just keep communicating let's keep um engaging with all our content and we'll see you next week